So I'm doing a three-part series. Oh, hey, I'm Diane Gibbs. This is uh, Creatives Ignite, used to be called Design Recharge, and this is the longest break I've ever done. I took a break out of necessity. Um, I hit a huge mm, burnout, a block. I That wasn't really a block. I just was spread too, too thin, and it was self-induced. Um, I had planned on doing camp and doing everything that I normally would do. And what happened was, I'll just paint the picture. So today is the uh, first of three-part series. I did. I took care of myself, Amy. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm back. So this is kind of like the dark, the dark days. I don't know. You know, it was, um, I didn't really know it was that dark until I realized that I was really in not a good place. So let me kind of paint the picture. So I had started the year off and I had, I do a mastermind group and I thought I would start in January. And then I didn't start in January and didn't start in February. And I didn't start. It was like, I just didn't start, didn't start, didn't start. And then I think we started in May. Um, I can't remember. I think it was May. And, and then I did another one in July and it was, I just, it was, I felt like I was disappointing people left and right. I felt like, well, I'll paint the picture a little bit better. Sorry, I'm not doing a very good job. I just have really rough notes. I'll have a deck next week, so it'll be much more visual. So you can, hopefully your eyes won't bleed at the things that I made this summer, but I'm excited to show you. So I, again, I'd already thought that I was doing my mastermind thing and it, I wasn't doing it. I, what was hold, like, I was just trying to get all this stuff done and I knew I had a couple talks. So I had um, a talk to my friend Pim. She does a group and I was talking to her and I did a new deck for that. And it was about being an entrepreneur and it was really fun. I love doing decks. I love explaining. I love bringing people together and hopefully making them not feel alone and telling them kind of the good and the bad and it and all the ugly that's in between, right? Not trying to sugarcoat it. And um I mean, I'm going to stay warm, but I'm going to show you all the bruises and the bumps along the way. Well, so that was in February. And then in March, I had, um, I was going to mindset reboot with Mario, which I did. And that was great. And I did one about making messes. And I really liked that one. And maybe I'll share that one with y'all. It was, I don't know, I've, I talked about it before. I didn't share the deck but I talked about what I had learned. So if you go back to sometime in March or um, February, I was talking about that. I did a I did a session about this. It really bothers me how angled these are. Anyway, I was doing these talks, and I put a lot of pressure on myself when I do these. I want to. I always want to do something new, um, which maybe good or bad. I guess I'm always learning something. So I'm trying to reiterate what I'm learning, or you know, sometimes like Mario will give me a prompt or. Uh, a speaker, uh, like a group will give me a prompt. Hey, we would like you to teach on this. So I try to do something new and and good. And um, I went through so many, um, I tried different things. I remember Faye let me um, practice with her before I did my mindset reboot one. And, um, you know, it's good to have people who are going to give you real feedback. Like, absolutely. This is what I love about mastermind groups. And what I love about really, talking to people and being real with people and not having to put up airs. And I feel like maybe that's something that's really great about our industry is that we don't the we don't 
put so many things. Um, we kind of just, a lot of us tell it like it is, and we're not um, trying to puff up our feathers or something and show something that's really not great or that's not true, not authentic. And so I think that that's really nice. And that's what, what I've loved. What I've loved about learning pe- from people online or learning from people on YouTube or um, whatever, like they're, they're not afraid to just like show what's happening, even if it gets messy. And we're going to be talking about that in October. So I can't wait. Some of the people that I have lined up, I'm super, super excited. Um, but most of September's me. So anyway, hopefully that's okay. Maybe you've missed me a little bit or I hope. Anyway, I told Chris yesterday um, that I felt very, so this is a battle in my head when I'm uh, doing it alone is that I feel very um, narcissistic, like, oh, I'm so important and I'm doing this and this. But then Chris does monologues all the time and I don't, um, I don't think that they're narcissistic. Like he's just so into himself and he's just sharing whatever. Like I totally... I totally um, don't think of other people like that, but I guess I think that other people would think of me like this. And a lot of what I dealt with was just worrying about what other people thought and me not getting the mastermind or not being able to serve people the way I wanted to. Um, There was something blocking me and I honestly couldn't see it. Um, I just kept trying to go. It was like, I, you know, when you're, and I don't play video games, but I do know there are times when you're just like standing and you could be going against a wall like this. You're just continually working. You're walking. You know, your little person is moving, but they're hitting a wall. And so they're not getting anywhere, you know, and that's what I felt like I was doing. But I was like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. It's going to be fine. I'm going to keep going. Hey, Ann. But I do. I do worry about disappointing people, worry about um feeling like it's just all about me. Um, And then Chris said something, and I don't remember exactly, it's not on my phone in front of me. It's probably in my pocket. But he said, well, you have something that people need to hear. And he didn't know what I was necessarily going to say, or maybe he did. But I think that it's just, maybe you battle with with that too. I think in the service industry, I think this is what makes me a good designer, is that I really do care about serving people well. And when I don't, get to serve them well, or I don't feel like I'm doing my best, um, or I, I've i done it before, but I can't do it now, what's wrong with me, right? I was, and I think one of the things I was <laughs> wrote down, I was like, are you just validating? Well, let me tell you what everything I was doing. I realized that I could just tell you the list of all the things that I was doing. And, and I, I felt, I feel bad that I didn't get everything I wanted to get done. Not that I don't think I will get it done, like there are things that are still on my docket that are on the docket. But I was I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. And then I have had Creative South, which was great. It was great to see lots of y'all. Hope to see y'all, the rest of y'all there next next year. Um, but it's definitely a time for serving. It's for me, it's a time for serving. So it was really good. I got to hang out with um in my room, uh Debbie Clapper and Jody Miller were we were roomies, and it was just really nice. Hadn't seen Jody in in person in like 20, hmm, I don't know. I'm not good with math. Since like 1998. That's a long time. But we meet a lot. So but so it was really good. And then I never met Debbie Clapper in person. And it was like, whoa, that was, you know, when you meet somebody 
that you've been talking to for a long time and you actually meet them in person and you're like, oh, this is now I just know how tall you are. Right. Like that's kind of what it felt like. It didn't feel weird, <clears throat> but it was it was really nice. But there uh, Dave and I, Dave Clayton and I were doing a talk. And in that talk, you know, we had to meet. Uh, he's in the UK. So we would meet early, like noon his time. Um, 6 a.m. my time and we would practice our talk and then as Hannah um, well lots of Hannah's know but um, Hannah Wilson was she does the backstage stuff and she's like oh yeah just give me your deck well I didn't even think about the confidence monitors that I knew we needed but I had a pdf you know like I do everything so as a pdf and then she uh, anyway all the fonts broke so it was terrible but it was funny I guess it was funny for y'all. Um, wasn't so funny for me, but I just let it roll. You know, I there was nothing I could do. I could cry about it. Chris uh, Doe, he was like, "Dying, you just talked about it too long. Like you just, it was you just like, yeah, let it go." The first time it was kind of funny. Second time, kind of funny. After that, it wasn't funny anymore. You know, just move on, keep going. Dave and I gave it later. You can watch that one. It's an old episode, a couple episodes ago now. Since there hasn't been any episodes since. May. Um, anyway, so I was uh, trying to please everybody and I ended up um, being very um, just pushing myself to the absolute what I couldn't do. And so I got John Ingalls involved. <laughs> I started delegating and I got help. And that was something that I don't normally do, but that was really helpful. And then I started having to tell people how best to get in touch with me. So if they were sending me an email to one of my 11 email addresses, certain ones I might not be as responsive on. So I was like, if you need me, just text me, right? Like, that's why I give you my phone number. My phone number is on every single email you get from me, people. Just text me. And I'm in WhatsApp, so I can do the WhatsApp. Um, or that's probably sounds so old. I can do the WhatsApp. Um, but anyway, so if you need me, that's what that's the best way to get in touch with me. Or it's the fastest, I guess. Um, and so, but I just kept feeling over and over like I was just disappointing. People were waiting. People were waiting on me. Have you ever had like you're, you're doing something and it's taking longer to cook than you thought? And it ended up taking like three hours longer than you, than it was you thought it would take 30 minutes and it ended up taking three hours. And then it's even worse. And now everything's like, I don't know how my mom does it. My mom always, everything is done at the same time. Everything is hot. I just thought is how you did it when you cooked. Well, I do not have all those genes must've gone to my sister because I do not have like one thing's going to be cold or super dried out because I cooked anyway. I'm not a cook. That's I make friends, not meals. Okay. So anyway, the pressure on myself, self-induced, nobody was pressure, right? Um, John Ingalls was helping me left and right. What can I do, Diane? How can I help, right? Um, and he did. He helped me lots. Could I probably have used him more? Probably. Could I have used other people? Probably. But now I'm getting in a rhythm so that I can do that. And I was being pushed. I was being challenged. And I worked on um, three websites in like from May till July 1st. And then I had four print projects that were bigger, 
books. Like they weren't like tiny little things. And I thought, anyway, doesn't matter. Now I'm just validating how terrible I was as a podcaster or as a friend. Maybe you reached out to me and were like, it picked me up. And I'm like, cold, like total silence. Some people were like, are we okay? Like, so not just a few people. There were a handful of people who were worried that they had done something. And I was like, oh my gosh, you haven't done anything. I have. I am having trouble. And it was really hard for me to say that. And my friend Will, he, um, he was like, yeah, Diane, it's good. I'm glad you're finally taking time off. And I was like, really? Like, you you saw I was crashing? Like, I just didn't see it. And so I was, I was very, um, I was, I'm always trying new things. So I started this thing in, I don't even remember what month, maybe it was November last year, just like some art people to get together to just like look at, look at art and see what we were doing and get some feedback, just really small group, just to see if, if the people were interested or something. And so then I realized, oh, this is really fun. I'm learning and I like to see people's processes and how they're struggling or how they're, that it doesn't always have to be perfect or they're figuring something out. And I love that part, right? So all these things were happening. I was doing many things, but I still had this plan of, oh, I'm going to do camp, but I'm going to do, I'm going to start, I'm going to ask all my people in March. Well, I hadn't asked them in March. I'm finally asking for help. I am, um, I'm getting things done. I'm being challenged. And um, I can't think of Eric's last name right now, but this Dr. Eric, he was on here. I don't know why I can't remember his name. He's in Texas now. And anyway, he talked about sleep and I've been trying to work on sleep for a year, like really working on it, tracking it, making sure that I'm trying to get enough sleep. And then it finally hit that I needed to sleep to be able to solve the problem. So what, like in web, sometimes you're like, you just keep watching the same videos that told you how to do it and you couldn't figure it out. And I wasn't just doing little web things. I was doing like things with databases, which may not seem like much, but like you say database or spreadsheet to most designers and you're like, whoa, count me out, buddy. You know, that's kind of me too. But I really liked being able to process information in a different way. And so I started doing it last. In 2021, I built a site. It was like a real estate site so that it would be really easy for them. It was kind of like a form. They just filled out the form and this beautiful page appeared because that's how I did it with this database thing. Anyway, um, so I did it again and I, uh, worked with Brian Harper and, um, uh, Mario and we probably, I think made a really good, um, the, I'm really proud of that, uh, plumbing site. It's a really good plumbing site in Maryland, Clarksburg, I can't even say it, Clarksburg plumbing. Um, I made a video that was just like for, you know, to, for them to see what, what I thought they could get somebody else to do. It was, I'm, I I like doing things like that. I like doing things that are challenging. I like the, doing things that will help them. I ended up writing things that I'm not really a writer, but I know um, story brand pretty well. And so I know how to kind of get to the bottom. And I that's the way I teach from is a story brand kind of perspective. And that marketing made simple. This is, I don't get any money from this. 
I should have my Amazon link, but somebody else could put their Amazon link in for Marketing Made Simple uh, by Donna Miller and Dr. J.J. Peterson. I love that book. Chapter five is all about web and it's the strategy. And I love this. Anyway, so I'm loving what I'm doing. There are some days that I'm working 18 hours to 20 hours. Like I was not getting enough sleep. So what I realized is I just needed to go to sleep. And then uh, John Ingalls and I would meet back up and we'd solve something. Or I'd be like, I just me explaining what I was trying to do would spark something and I would be able to solve it. So me getting more sleep helped. But I'd also in May, my sister got married in April um, and right after Creative South. And they uh, just kind of eloped, I guess, is which anyway, me and my mom, we didn't go. I mean, we would have gone. Anyway, not that we weren't invited. I don't, this is, anyway, whatever. So uh, she does this and then we're going to do this party. So my parents, oh, mom, is it okay if I tell my old you're going to be? Uh, anyway, they are turning 80. They were born in 42. So they were, they're turning 80 this year. My dad's already 80. So my dad's older than my mom for a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, I guess always he's a little older. Anyway, so we had an 80th birthday party. For my mom and my dad, and we had a wedding, yeah, a wedding for Vicky and Aaron. <laughs> and um, so it was, um, and that was in May. And but before then, um, Vicky had asked me, um, she's like, uh, it was something like, and I didn't even hadn't made that decision not to do camp. None of my actions were showing that I was doing camp. I mean, I was just like drowning, you know, like help, help, right? But I wasn't saying help to anybody. I was just trying to keep going and doing and not disappoint people even further. So what ended up happening <clears throat> was that I just hit a wall. And when she asked me, I don't even remember exactly what she said. Oh, I do know. I had So in April, I'd bought this ticket to go to this art conference. And in Athens, Georgia. So it's really near my parents and Jody and I were going to go together. We did go together. Um, and so it was like right before school started and I was really excited, but you know, I'd bought the ticket in April. And so Vicky was having the exact same weekend, this bigger party in North Carolina. And I probably shouldn't be saying all this, but maybe my sister won't watch this anyway. It doesn't matter. This is really what happened. And so she said, well, you haven't even asked about any of our, they were doing like a tour so that, because everybody was older. So they were just going to go to different places. And she's like, you haven't even asked about this stuff, Diane. And I was like, oh, I feel crap. I, I feel crap. I feel like crap. I feel like I'm a terrible sister. I'm just running, 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 staying up, trying to get these websites finished. I'm just trying, trying to get them everything done. And things are stacking up. Like they're taking longer than I thought. Right. I, my sister asked the question and saying, just stating, you haven't even asked about this other thing. Do you, are you going to maybe come to the one in North, North Carolina? And I was like, when is it? And then she said the weekend and I'd already made plans for that weekend because I was going to that thing with Jody, the art thing. So my goal at some point I had said, I'm going to do some art this summer. I'm not going to take on any more projects after I'm going to try to be done with all the projects in June. 
mid-June is what my goal was. <laughs> Blew that one. It was more like mid-July when everything was done, but that's okay. They were all, every project was beautiful. I still have two projects to do and I'll get to them. I promise. I ended up, I just, the over-promise. You know how you're supposed to under-promise and over-deliver? Oh, I felt like I had those backwards. And so then I was letting people who I really loved, who really loved me, I was just letting them down because I wasn't even asking about things. And so there have been lots of times where Vicki and I, um, we communicate differently. We feel love differently, like anybody, like me and Brian Harper feel love differently, probably. Like he has a different love language than I have. My husband's is time. And I suck at that, that probably for him. Um, but I work on it. I'm trying. But mine is like words of encouragement or, um, yeah, that's mine. I like to be encouraged. That's how I feel loved. Um, but so my sister, I also feel loved if I spend time with you. Like um, that's how I feel connected. And from long, long time ago, when I lived in Colorado in the late 90s, um, I remember saying, hey, I just want to talk to you once a week. You know, that would be great if we could just talk once a week. And really, it just that never did it. She's like, that's not what works for me. Okay. And so I just tried to be as flexible as I could. But when she said that, that I hadn't even asked about this, it really hit. And I was like, okay, what can I do? Because I don't want her to feel like that. That's terrible. And that's terrible for me too, that I'm just so stuck up my own butt that I can't even, you know, I, that I make my sister feel terrible because I wasn't even asking about, you know, her wedding tour. And so it may, that may seem silly, but that really, it really, it was like, a huge thing. And at that moment, in that conversation, I made the decision not to do camp because I just couldn't. I was like, I can't try to do anything else. I'm going to just work on this Clarksburg website. I'm going to work on the one for my friend Amy, the Napa, all kids Napa or all youth Napa. Um, that one's still in production, but it's up. Um, I have to finish it. And then um, one for another client of mine that I, this is the second website I had done for them and it was going to be much more bigger, different. Um, and so those were like the three websites. And then I had these print projects with that client. And then I had another, why did I accept another print project? I don't know, but I felt like I could do it. And I was trying to help somebody out. I just hit the wall. And at that point I told her, I said, well, I'm not going to do camp. And I hadn't told anybody that I wasn't doing camp. I just hadn't, I had no actions that were showing that I was doing camp. Um, and the reason I do camp is that we can come together and learn where a lot of us are solopreneurs and that we're able to come and learn together and we don't feel so alone anymore. And that's really fun. It's fun. It's like a challenge. Um, it lasts for a month and you get to connect with people from all over. And that was, it was, it's been really good. The, in 2020 and 2021, it was really good, but I still, there are people I still haven't sent their t-shirts to. Yikes. Like, oh man, talk about discipline. I mean, every day in my office, I pass by the t-shirts. There's like six people I got to send t-shirts to. What? Why can't? Anyway, I know. You're like, oh, you got to get those t-shirts out. I am. I still have to do my taxes too. Not that I'm just validating all that I was doing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I know that I tend to stack things on because it makes me feel worthy. It makes me feel good to help somebody and it makes me feel terrible if I can't help them or if I say no. Ooh, 
I really like saying yes. So, um, but it wasn't working. And so I realized that I, and I knew I was going to, well, I didn't know, but I was going to try to take a break in July. Um, Ended up, I was taking a break like July 14th through August 14th. I started school, I think on the 17th of August, but you have prep to do, you know, other things. But I was just, I felt like I was just letting people down. And so if you've emailed me or if you need messaged me and I never messaged you back, I'm so sorry. Like you're, you're unread. And so I will get back to you. I hope, I hope I get back to you or just send me a new message. But I realized that I was in the, I was like a, a junkie for busyness because I liked the way it made me feel. I liked helping people. I still like helping people. It makes me um, feel kind of really bad if I can't help anybody. And then I've thought about this a lot. Like if I couldn't, um, you know, if something happened and I lost my job, I could, I always said, well, I could always be a server at a restaurant, you know, because then you're serving people and I'm good at that. Um, But then what happens if like, I don't have arms or I lose my legs? It'd be hard to be a server that way, right? Also be hard to be a designer. Um, But I just realized, and somebody said this and I don't remember where I read it. I did not say this. I mean, I'm saying it now, but busy is not a direction. Man, that was like, you know, like stab it and then turn it because that was where I was. I wasn't going anywhere. I was just, um, you know, when you're uh, like in the tub and the water's going down, you know, it's spiraling down, but there's this like current that's going just around the drain. I just felt like I couldn't get out, like the rip current in the ocean or I was just sucked and I couldn't, I was sucked. That doesn't even make sense. I was whatever. I don't know what that's called. I was in it and I couldn't get out. I didn't know how to get out. And the only thing I could do was just stop. And so in July, I mean, I really, I didn't meet with people. I, um, I was just like, I'm taking some time. I didn't even tell some people I was taking time. I just didn't message them back. And that's really rude. So I just want to, apologize for anybody that I did that to. And then I just had people who would message me and were like, are we okay? Are you, are you mad at me? And I'm like, I'm not mad at you. Holy moly. I'm not mad at you. I have a busy problem. And I was letting people down, but I knew at the beginning of the summer, I wanted to do something different. So once I had made that decision to not do camp, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do part of my time making art and I'm going to, not like for anybody to see or buy or anything, just, you know, for me, because I just wanted to come back to something. And I just, there was a, at Mindset Reboot, I talked about making messes and I I showed lots of things in sketchbooks where I was just, um, I went back to really old sketchbooks, which I probably have some, let's see. This is fall of 16. I really like these. I mean, I, I haven't, I didn't plan on showing anything in this, but I'll just show you one page. I hope there's nothing bad on this, but I mean, there's lots of bad, but you know, I was just making messes. And what I ended up doing in that talk for Mindset Reboot, I ended up realizing that I had things in here that I liked that I didn't even know. I really like this, this dog with a, a flower. I don't know why. It's weird, but I like it. I don't know. Anyway, there were just, there were just things that I ended up, I used to scratch things out. And so that talk kind of sparked something. Look at this funny guy. 
I should just go through my old schedule. I like him. No neck, no neck, Neil. That's what his name is. Anyway, um, <clears throat> but I keep my sketchbooks. Hopefully y'all keep your sketchbooks, but I wasn't going through them. So when I went, did that mindset reboot talk, I did that. Then um, I knew I had one other talk and it was in August. It was at Design Revival and it was amazing. And I had the best time and I really got fed. And uh, God just really used that time to to just finish healing. I think what what I had been going through, I had wanted to start Design Reach or whatever. Creators Ignite, I wanted to start it back August 17th, the first week of school. And I remember Paul was like, oh, is there a show today? And I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it yet. I guess I'm going to wait till September, the first week in September. And I did. This is the first Wednesday in September. So thank you guys. Um, but luckily I had a little bit of grace. I gave myself a little bit of grace to just say, let's start in September. So I am like overloaded, trying to get everything finished so that I can just rest. Right. And I, I don't rest well. Like I suck at resting. I, I don't like to sit in front of the TV without having something to draw or rip through magazines, bugs, John to no end. But I'm, I'm just like that. That's just a, I'll knit or I'll make something, whatever. I ended up um, going, I went to Colorado. That was like the start of my uh, break. And Tara and I, uh, who we went to Auburn together and then we moved to Colorado together. I left and she stayed and, um, and we did like an art retreat, just her and I, and we just took over her kitchen table and it was just awesome. And, and I got COVID and we went, and we drew out it, plain air, which it sounds like I'm saying plain air, mom, but it's not. It's like P-L-E-I-N, I think, air. And it just means out, like you're drawing when you're there. So we went, we hiked, and um, and it was just, it was really good. And I had, I had 30 days, you know, I had 30 days from uh, July 15th or July 14th to August 17th when school started. Anyway, it was awesome. I didn't stay in Colorado that long. I stayed in Colorado for, I think, five days, six days, and I got COVID. I, I didn't know I had COVID. I came back, and then I gave it to John, and it was terrible. Anybody? It's terrible. The cough is because I have asthma, and I get bronchitis, and then that just leads to this, and so I have an inhaler, and I'm just using my inhaler, trying to use it every two hours. So anyway, needless to say, definitely went through ups and downs. Next week, to just give you a little hint is I'm going to show you some of the messes that I ended up making. So I might show you a little bit from that mindset reboot, what I was looking at before I started making. And then I had to figure out what a system was for me to make. And so I ended up finding something that worked, but I tried a whole bunch of other things. And I think for people who are like us, we're pushing, we're trying, we're growing our business. We're trying to do different things and learn different things you know, maybe you need to track it so that you can look back and see, hey, I'm actually making progress. Or maybe um, you find a system that works. So I realized when I was at school, I was really short-tempered. If I had a client project to work on, I had school and I did something community-wise, like doing a podcast or I was trying to do graphics for the show or anything. I was just short-tempered. So there was something about doing three things in a day that just pushed me over the edge. I almost never can do art here, but I carry. I bring it just in case, you know, I get the urge. 
But I really am like one of those people that if you're in front of me, I'm going to be with you and we're going to do the thing. So in class, it's really hard for me to not be right there with them and do things with them. But I tried new things. I um, I signed up for this year-long course that was like an art course that was for, um, her name's Laura Horn. And on the first module, the first, I mean, you were supposed to start in April, but I didn't start till like May or June. Anyway, so it must, I don't remember what month it was. Anyway, but there was this lady and her name's Sandy Hester. And I love this lady. Um, I ended up like just, binge watching her stuff uh, on YouTube. And she is has a channel called Bits of an Artist Life. She's going to be here. I mean, not here in my office, but here on the podcast in October. And I can't wait for y'all to uh, meet her. And Amy Lyons, she went to Auburn too. She was um, maybe a year or two younger than me. I think a year young. I think a year younger. Anyway, we just got to be friends. And it was just really it, it was just a really nice encouragement. Um, and I just learned and I pulled out new tools and I started realizing, hey, there's something just in trying new tools. Um, I also, as a designer, there's this part that I had to break about making everything look good or um, I wasn't even necessarily showing people things, but it was just me. It wasn't up to what I thought. That wasn't what I wanted. In what I used to do in my sketchbook, I'd scratch things out, right? So I wasn't doing that anymore. Oh, hey, Brian White, I just saw you. I'm sure you've been here. I'm so sorry. Kansas. Here we go. Lawrence. Um, but I ended up mixing colors, realizing that I wasn't so good with color. Um, I pushed myself to do a lot of different things. And because I was making, I was trying to make every other day or um, like every day or one day, I, I can't do a whole day just making because the pressure's too high. But what I realized what worked for me, maybe this is because of the ADHD, was I would make a cup, I have a desk like this, a big drafting table at my house. And I would make a couple marks, watch a video, make a couple marks in the beginning of the day. And then I'd go over to my desk and I'd work on a website. And then every time, you know, I have a tiny bladder. So every time I'd go to the bathroom, and come back because I got to go to the bathroom first. But every time I came back, I would spend 10, 15, maybe 30 minutes, but no more than 30 minutes on that thing. I'd make a couple more marks and then I'd go back. And I realized I was solving like the things that was happening with school, not school, the things that was happening in sleep that I needed to happen was happening when I was making art, when I was just making marks, when I was just exploring. And I mean, I, I made some a lot of bad stuff, but I made some stuff that I liked. But some of it's just like, how much are you exploring? If you're burned out, um, that was a really good answer. But the first answer was that I absolutely had to stop. And I had to just like cold turkey on um, just meeting. I met, I, there would be days and I would tell Chris Martin, I was like, yeah, I've got, um, I've got seven meetings today. Um, and seven is a lot when you're spending an hour, an hour and a half. Um, and so it was just, I just couldn't do it anymore. And now I realize five is really too many for me now. Um, so I didn't see what my capacity was or what my limits were, but I was hitting, I was hitting the wall, right? I was just kept trying to go and go, but it wasn't working. So I'm really, I want to apologize if I let anybody down, 
Um, I'm sure that I did, and it's okay. Um, I hopefully can uh, build trust again. But one of the things that I really felt called to share after all of this, I have much better reflection time, and I'm not so worried if I get sick that I can't, that I have to keep working or that I have to do. So I have more um, buffer time built in which I didn't have and I haven't had for a long time and I need to do even better. But anyway, so I realized that I love not, oh, well, let me just tell you what I love. I love learning how um, Sandy Hester would go out and draw and then she would come back and make other drawings and multiple sketchbooks at the same time. And then she would make a painting and then she would, cover over the painting, things that she didn't like. And I'm like, oh man. And then, I mean, there's all kinds of things that I've learned from watching artists, fine artists doing things. And there's so much fun and joy that I wasn't having because I wasn't giving myself time for that. Um, And I just had to like really stop, like get off the wagon and and really, I thank my sister for asking me the question of why I hadn't even asked when her party was. And I didn't go. I ended up going to the art thing. So, but I think she was okay with that. But we now talk every week, which is good. And so now we have a system that works for us. And it's not perfect, but it's something that works. And I think that for the people who are important to you, you have to figure out something that's going to work for you and work for them. I'm sure my mom would be like, well, I'd like for you to come home every other weekend. And I live eight hours away from my mom. and I'm not going to be able to do that. But I'm trying to do better about visiting and making sure. I do talk to my mom every day. I'm sure it's not as long as she would like sometimes. But I do appreciate my mom a great deal. And my dad. I appreciate But I just don't talk to my dad as much. So I don't think he hears that well. And so it's hard on the phone when you're saying something and he doesn't understand but that's okay hopefully he's not listening to this right now i'll just talk really quietly and hopefully he won't be able to hear it. <clears throat> my mom never says anything in the chat so i can't ever know um thanks mom throw me under the bus but what i wanted to tell you was just like where i was so there's no um i'm trying not to um give it all away you know that so there's a three-part series so next week is so this was kind of the dark place i finally realized i had to do something different and then I started implementing, I started doing things a little different. So next week, I'm going to show you some things, show you some messes that I made. Um, and one of the things that I'm going to focus on for the rest of the year, so from October, November, and part of December, I usually don't do, I do one show maybe in December, um, is talking to people about how they get their ideas, um, where, how they take an idea and execute and try and do something different when they make their decisions, how it fails, and then how they rectify that. Um, because I don't know, I don't, I saw Sandy Hester doing that. And I thought, that's really neat. That's a neat way of looking at it. And I watch a lot of um, sketchbook tours, you know, like on YouTube, where people are going through and maybe they're going back and looking at their sketchbook and seeing where there were some really good ideas and then they th they just abandoned it and now they could come back to it. And maybe there's something in your stuff that you can come back to. Maybe you feel like I did and I was just really burned out and 
trying to please everybody, but definitely not pleasing myself or the people closest to me, right? Um, and then it was just kind of a leaving everybody hanging and a disappointment. So um, next week, I will show you that the mucky middle and, um, but I just know that I'm better. I'm not completely a hundred percent, but I feel, I was telling my friend Ellen at lunch today, I said, I feel the best that I felt in years, not like healthy wise, man, I'm going to have rock hard abs by the time I'm 50. That'll be April people. Um, but like, I feel better. I feel like I'm not as short tempered with my students. I feel like I'm, I'm not trying to do too many things and juggle too many things that if I have time, I love to draw every day and I'm try, I try, but I, I'm not putting pressure on myself to absolutely have to draw every day. I do think it's helpful to have a group that you can um, keep you accountable. Um, so there's a few people that I just text if I get to draw and we share our drawings if we get to do them every day. Um, but there's no pressure like, you're a loser. You didn't get your drawing done, Diane. Like there's none of that. They're like, oh, cool. That's different. Okay. Um, so to me, that's really, that's been really helpful. So it's a very encouraging way for me to still make some marks. And I'll show you this one. This was probably, they need the most branding help, I think. Um, hopefully, no, I won't get in trouble for that. There's uh, Cooper Black. I like Cooper Black in times. There's Comic Sans on these things. I don't think you can see it really good. Let's see. Can you see that? Yeah. Look at that Comic Sans. Solid Tempora 8. Oh, I know. Oh, But look, I mean, Auburn colors, right? sort of navy and like terracotta um do you know what colors these make when you mix them so this is just a palette paper so there they are i'm going to show you well i don't know if i can really well i'll try to show you anyway i'm going to show you because i think i thought this was a really unique so this is like chapstick sort of you crank it from the bottom i mean i'm not sure how light fast these are you know but I'm not uh, making anything like that yet, you know, so I'm just playing. But so I'm just making, so you just roll it, right? And then I'm going to put any guesses over in the, um, oh, thanks, Joe. I appreciate you coming. Um, what color these two colors would make together? Now, a color theory or theorists, you see, these are the same colors, right? Um, that I already had down there. What color does this make? Anybody guess? Brown. What color brown? Like doo-doo brown, chocolate brown, camel brown, reddish brown. Okay. All right. So I just got a water brush. Oh, and these stick things are, I mean, they are wicked fun. I mean, wicked fun. Let's see if I can. Oh, not really. Let's see. Oh, there you go. You can see it now. And my desk, messy desk. So I'm. Just, this is a water brush. So it has water in there, right? See the water? So I'm just squeezing it out. And then I'm just going to mix. It actually kind of makes a green. Like, forget about this brown. Look at that. It is like freaking fantastic. Let me show you. Let me move this. See if I can get this piece of paper. Can you see my, yeah, you can see. Look at that. It's like a green. I was, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe I did. I think I did pretty good on having the number, right? You know, the amount. I think this one's too old. Well, it's kind of activating. Anyway, it makes green. And I just thought, wow, there's all kinds of surprises all over the place. Oh, now you can't see anything because 
everything's fuzzy. Anyway, you get the idea. I guess I can move my thing. But I was like, no way. Okay, so these are called, I feel like this is commercial time. But remember, it has Comic Sans on there. Anyway, I love these. I've drawn so many things in these. And I use just even one color. But I'm limiting my color palette for 30 days. Um, because I'm trying to get better at color. So they're called quick sticks. I mean, like, uh, I don't even know if you can really see that good, but see K-W-I-K sticks, S-T-I-X. Anyway, um, but they come in all colors. There's, um, I got two packs of 36 and there were a couple repeats, but I'll show you one thing. And I, um, I showed this one. Uh, I got to finally meet Mario in person. I know, I think pretty sure Joey's met him, but I had never met him in person. We meet all the time, but I finally got to meet him at Design Revival. Well, so these I did with the quick sticks, which I think I really like this lady. And you know, she's weird, a little bit looking, but I'm okay with that. I'm trying to move my thing so I can still see. But like, I love, I, I, this is somebody's pants. This is the legs. I'm not sure why their legs are visible, but I guess, you know, some pants are sort of see-through. Um, not that I would wear, but this is just turning it on its side. And I just really, and then you add some water and then you get some of that um, other kind of, the orange doesn't have to be so bright. I did do one other one that was this, this girl. I really liked her. She didn't have a um, turtleneck on in the beginning, but I messed up her neck. So then she got a turtleneck. And I like her. She's got fun, funky hair. Anyway, Mario was like, they look better in person than they do uh, you taking photos. Um, but like I did, these aren't that. But these are the quick sticks, two different quick sticks. Um, and these, the light blue has like shimmer, like there's a metallic. I'm not super awesome on the, I don't need glitter. I like glitter lots of times. But anyway, but they have all kinds and I've got all kinds of tools to show but like so this is like a sagey green color um you can see it's like marigold uh or like a yellow ochre and this is like ugly but i like it it's like a taupe or something and they're not they don't have a color like could you put a number on these or something no no but they're for kids and so i think they're washable so you know, that's okay too. But like I played with these things, these art bars, man, I got so many cool tools, but I was okay doing stuff with kids stuff because I, I realized that if you were in that perfectionist mode, you might need some kid tools because if I messed up, it's just kid tool. You know, it wasn't like I messed up a $30 watercolor, you know, I mean, sometimes a tube of watercolor is like $15. It's tiny. So it's like makes me not want to use it. I went through a whole bunch of stuff. Next week, that's where we're going to talk about that first bump that finally got me over and just kind of the messy middle. Thank you um, for sitting through this. I told my mom, it's not going to be an hour today. Hmm, yeah, it was 55 minutes. Okay, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sticking around and and showing up today. And I'm back and I'm I'm very thankful for you. I'm thankful for you watching and for you showing up live. And um, yeah, I got Van interest, interested in my kid sticks. And I think um, there's these woodies and I know Paul got some of those. And 
I don't know, there was something very freeing about really thick materials that you had to use in a different way. And um, so the lack of control. So anyway, I love you too, Amy. I just really, really, really appreciate you guys, the time that you give me. And 10 years, it's a long time. And so I'm very thankful. Okay, the end. And I'll see you next week. It'll be the messy middle of my summer 2022. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.